Hey guys, so I'm here to add to this new playlist, this new series that I'm doing, where I'll do one or two videos a month, uh, talking about uh, my 15 years here on YouTube. And one of the things I wanted to talk about with the second video, because the last one I talked about is finding out, you know, there are people out there, discovering people out there like me that are uh, basically into the... Um, lustful milk gag if you will that you know finding folks that like the lustful milk gag like I do you know the melting gag period uh, uh period basically <laughs> you know sorry but I wanted to come on here because one thing everybody points out to me when it comes to my videos and they pointed out to me from a majority of the 15 years here is you know the way I do videos you know basically how I speak you know and everything in my videos and a lot of them always, and this is very much appreciated, they would always tell me, do bullet points, do scripts, whatever, you know, to help you out. And again, that's very much appreciated. But here's the thing about me. You know, here's the thing about me. Originally, I had a channel here on YouTube, uh, before this one, back at the end of 2006. And even before the end of 2006, I had a channel here on YouTube from March to assumably to I would assume being around the beginning of August or the end of July. Uh, but yeah, I had a channel, uh, you know, going all the way back to the infancy of YouTube, right when it began, like around you know, like the first year it was in existence, or at least going on to its first year of existence, around the spring of 2006 up until the summer of 2006. And then, of course, that channel got taken down because YouTube, like a lot of us, was learning that, yeah, you can't be using copyrighted material uh, without consent, you know, from the people that own the rights to that uh, material. So my channel, pretty much, despite it being mostly PMV, not well, not PMVs yet, that was a long ways off, but AMVs and all that, it got taken down. And I had to wait for a while to figure out Okay, how do I get back on YouTube? And then it hit me, well, wait a minute. All you really need is a email account, a new email account or a different email account to do it. So I decided, okay, I'll create a new one, which I did uh, at Hotmail. I think it was Hotmail. And I went from there. I went from there. And that... That um, platform, that channel lasted me for about the end of 2006 to about mid-2008. So you had me uploading videos from when I was still in Kansas to uploading videos when I showed up here in California. But then that got taken off because um, I, d I don't really recall what the reason was. You know, I think my nephew, who's getting married this summer, um, he was, how old was he at that time? He was going on 2008, he was born in 95, he was, he was going to be 13, wow, <laughs> no, that's 15 years ago, he was going to be 13, and everything, so, anyway, he was very smart with computers too, and games and all that, and he was at that, he was at, at a time where he was very rebellious, was getting to be very rebellious, you know, was getting to that point 
where you know he you know where he basically said you know things that he didn't mean and would probably do some things uh, he didn't mean to do non-harmful um, but yeah he said basically that he would shut my channel down he would hack my channel to get back at me and I don't know if it was him that did it or maybe it was YouTube that you know just said uh, your channel is done I don't know because I, I do recall around this time too I did a rant video I did a rant video on the site Encyclopedia Dramatica and Encyclopedia Dramatica is basically a parody of Wikipedia and what Encyclopedia Dramatica was is just a parody you know a site of Wikipedia that was more more for the trolls more for the people that come on here and troll people basically say bad things about them insult them try to bring them the morale down and everything and basically basically I did a rant video on it uploaded it to my channel and then almost I wouldn't say immediately but almost within a day or two later it, my channel was gone and I don't know if that was because of my rant video I don't know if because of my nephew I don't really know but learning my lesson from the last time I used my new email that I got from Comcast created a new account and the rest is history and that's the account you're watching this video and that's the account out that you're watching this video and subscribing and viewing this channel on <laughs> right now and yes I did also kind of add my uh, BW Rosis uh, 70 I think my B W uh, Rosis channel on oh, a channel but BW Rosis um, email my Gmail to it as well as a backup and again this was at a time where YouTube was I think about three years old they were still learning some things you know along with the rest of us and this was also around the time that I discovered you know internet personalities like uh, Nostalgia Critic um, AVGN you know and so on and Irate Gamer and all of them this is when I discovered these guys for the first time just through recommendations and I was enjoying them anyway long story short long story short I've I've been on YouTube since almost the beginning through various different channels. And one of the lessons I did learn is always have a backup channel. Which is why I have not one but two backup channels right now um, as we speak. One of them is BW, uh, one is Brian's Discussions. And I think one is just under my regular name. I think. <laughs> you know, I, I got to look again. But I have essentially three uh, channels. This is my primary one. The Discussions one and then the other one that I have are basically backups just in case anything happens. Um, hopefully it doesn't. Uh, but anyway, but anyway, yeah, I've had, I've been on YouTube since almost the beginning. And every time I've done a video, even when I was out in Kansas, you know, I would always just, you know, speak. I would always turn on the camera, hook up the mic if I had a mic, or, or a headset mic, whatever, and I would do videos. I would do videos. I would just speak what was ever on my mind you know get it off my chest and be done I mean I've even done this when I used to share videos through the peer-to-peer -peer networks before YouTube really took off so I would basically um, record videos upload them to peer-to-peer -peer so that people like Rafaela XD who's helped me out you know in the past by 
sending me uh, copies of VCD copies of Sonic Sat AM and other things as well and Jay Foxfire I would always try to use peer-to-peer -to, -peer to send video messages of thank yous to them and all that for what they did and I think you see and, and, and honestly you can view those in 4k right now um, here on my channel but yeah I used to use the peer-to-peer -peer network before YouTube and even back then I would always just speak what was on my mind I wouldn't follow a script and everything and what's crazy is a lot of folks that have subscribed to me the 13,000 plus and thank you for that um, you know they they enjoy my videos the way they are I think one person actually said that it feels more like a callback to the early days of YouTube when men and women like me and you would just come on here turn on our cameras either on our computers or on our, cam or our camcorders or whatever and we would just start recording and talking about what was ever on our minds you know we never followed a you know a script we never followed any bullet points we just went we just turned it on and we went you know for it we went for it and that was it you know that was that was um, that was it that was about all we did now now honestly nowadays honestly nowadays you have people you know going off of bullet points that they type up going off scripts that they memorize just to make sure that whatever they're talking about comes off good but there's a lot of rest but there's a lot of YouTube personalities out there wrestling YouTube personalities non-wrestling YouTube personalities that will basically say what's on the mind they will basically come out and say what's on the mind even if they record it and edit it together they will say what's on their mind no matter what I've seen Doug Walker do this I've seen James Rolfe do this I have seen Chris Boars, Nyree Gamer do this. I've seen Andre Meadows do this. I uh, Black Nerd Comedy. You know, I've seen um, wrestling wise um, Alex Hicks, just Alex do this. I've seen Jeff Meacham do it of No DQ. Aaron Rift. You know, JD from NY206 is probably the best example I can think of outside of just Alex and OTR Essential because those people they'll turn on the camera either the live streaming or recording, and a majority of the time, depending on how you know they set it up like basically what topic are they going to tackle or what are they going to you know put on skit wise to kind of get the point across and everything you know a majority of the time they will do what I'm doing and just speak their minds I mean Alex you know in the recent months has actually done that yeah he'll still do videos where he'll talk about a topic he'll edit it together where you zoom in on him or zoom you know you know well basically the camera will zoom in, zoom in on him and all that you know and everything and you know basically you know he'll talk about whatever you know whatever you know he wants to talk about whatever the topic is is but he'll edit it together and you can tell he is going off bullet points or he'll edit it together like he did with his royal rumble reaction video that he put up recently and it will be legit reactions it will be legit reactions that's it um honestly honestly though alex when he does live streams and even sometimes you know a regular video non-scripted you know to me it just feel to me I could tell it just feels more natural for him to do it it feels more natural for him to go that path and everything but to sometimes like like I said gain the viewership numbers that he needs and everything or at least get people talking he will go the bullet point script wise and all that and that's not a problem but majority of the time live streams sometimes regularly recorded videos he'll just speak his mind 
You know, same with JD. JD, sometimes when he does his off-the-script extras, will record his um, thoughts on everything that's been reported that day, news-wise, and he won't skip a beat. He'll just come out, bam, give it to you like it is. Just come out, bam, give it to you like it is. And when he does a live stream, same thing. Because to me, and I see it again, just like I do with Alex, I can see it with him, it feels more natural to be free of any restraints, basically when it comes to talking about whatever's on your mind. OTR Central, Je Jeff Siegel, you know, does the same thing. He turns on the camera and he talks about what's ever on his mind. Yeah, he'll do a little skit here and there, but more, more than recently, he's uh, basically somebody that just turns on the camera, gives his thoughts on whatever comes to his mind. You know, Jeff Meacham does that of no TQ, like I said, and so does Aaron Riff. They'll just turn on the camera, live stream or record it, say what's on the mind. Because it's more natural, feels more real. That, that's why they do it. I mean, me doing this video right now, and you kind of notice I'm pausing a little bit to think about what I'm going to say. I do it this way because it feels more legit. It feels more real. I'm not saying that you can't put a script together, bullet points or whatever, and go off, you know, go off of that. There are several times... Well, I'll type something up, like when I do my Topics on My Mind live streams or recordings, I'll type up what topics I'm going to talk about, print it out, hold it in my hand, and then talk about that topic, you know, when I get to it. You know, whether or not that means using one video recording to talk about the first topic, you know, and then going to another video recording to talk about another topic or doing it live, you know, you know to me, you know, if I do that to help me out, then that's my choice. You know, that's my choice, you know. But most of the time, when it comes to videos like this, you know, uh, like this one anyway, you know, I'll, I'll, while I'm pausing, like I just did there, thinking about what I'm going to say, you know, it just feels more real and natural. It doesn't feel like you're trying to be something that you're not. And that's why for the past, you know, major for the past 15 years, or at least the majority of it here on YouTube, I have come out and said what's on my mind. I have not held anything back. Yes, does it take me a couple of retakes? To do, uh, to do the recording before I officially, before I make it happen, or before I upload it onto YouTube and make it, you know, and make it happen for people to to view. Yeah, it's going to take me a couple of takes. I mean, sometimes when you have a phone close to you and it goes off, yeah, you're going to have to either stop the recording, erase that previous recording, and redo it because you got interrupted and you're on the phone. Or if you're doing a live stream, you just got to go with the flow. There have been several times. Several times that I've seen, as I mentioned before, I've seen Alex Hicks get interrupted by people calling him or coming into his room while he's doing a live stream. I've seen it's very, I, I mean, recently, JD had some internet issues, you know, if you will. We had to restart redoing all that with a live stream, an actual live stream. He had to do all that, all because things screwed up. Heck, one of the people I started following, you know, from the beginning, Zara Nizarak, Sean McLean of the Multimedia Chronicles, you know, most of his videos are more natural. They're more natural. It's like, he has a way of doing things. Like when he does his, uh, I think he does his annual, what is it, his annual uh, update videos, like his annual yearly update videos, where he shows off, you know, general-wise, all the different movies and shows he has on Blu-ray and DVD and everything. You know, He's got it down to a science to where he knows he's got to stand in front of the area, present what he's going to talk about, out, and then 
put the intro in, and then afterwards, just, you know, show whatever he's talking about on the big black table, and say, yeah, this is what I'm talking about, and guess what? As far as I'm, as far as I know, it's all natural. It's not scripted. And to me, I think he does that, the same reason I do mine, and everybody else does it recently, you know, you know, from even when they started here on YouTube to even now, with a few, you know, um, instances of script preparing and bullet bullet point preparing and all that, he does it because he does it just like I do because it feels more natural to him. It makes it feel more real. You know, I mean, I know people are going to look at this video and be like, "Oh, you you should have gone off of bullet points and everything." Brian, look, I could have done that. Yes, I could have done that. I could have wrote a script down to kind of talk about the various reasons I've been, uh, the reason I do unscripted videos and everything, unfiltered and all that. I could have done that, but to me, you know, doing it this way, where I just turn on the camera, let people know, you know, what I'm how I feel about what I'm talking about, or in this case, letting you know why I've been doing it this way for so long, it's more legit, it's more relatable, it's more real. And that's why, again, when I look at someone like Zarin Nizarak, that when I look at someone like Just Alex, JD from NY206, OTR Central, you know, Chris Bores at times, um, James Wolf, James Wolf at times, Doug Walker at times, um, Pat Cornea, Pat the NES Punk, and Ian, you know, when I see them do their videos, their podcasts, and all that, they don't go off a script. You know, they don't go off a script. Yeah, they'll go off maybe, you know, what, like what certain topics they want to talk about. They'll list that off, like I do sometimes. But they'll mainly, most of the time, be the natural selves. You know, they'll just say what you know their thoughts are at that time, and that's it. They won't care what anybody else says. I mean, Pat and Ian just went off a bunch of people that got on Pat because of what happened with the Intellivision situation. And they didn't hold anything back. Pat didn't have a script in front of him saying, Okay, next on the script, uh, rant about so-and-so. And then read off, what he was, read off the rant that he wrote there. No, Pat and Ian were natural. They were natural in what they said. So to me, that's why I do the videos the way I do them. I do them because I feel more comfortable doing it this way. Yes, on occasions, as I mentioned, I will put up bullet points as to what I want to talk about. Yes, I'll type something up that I probably will upload to places like DeviantArt and Furfinian for people to read, but then I'll record a video on camera or through my microphone that will also be a podcast, and I will read off what I read. I'll read off what I typed. You know, I will do that. There are times and occasions I will do that. But most of the time, I am natural. I am unfiltered, uncut, and on the fly with what I say. I do not hold anything back. And if I stutter, I stutter. If I know I'm going to mess up, guess what I do? I stop the recording, erase the recording, start over again. And if it takes me three or four takes, if you will, then so be it. So be it. But when it comes down to it, I'm not going to pretend to be something I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. And, and I can tell you honestly, too, as I just turned my computer back on here, it was going into sleep mode, or rest mode. I can tell you something else, too. All right? When I watch the likes of Angry Joe, when I watch the likes of Linkara, yes, I know with their reviews, they're going off scripts and bullet points. I get that. But there are times, I can tell you honestly, that I have seen the reviews, that I have seen what they talk about when it comes to whatever review, whatever comic or video game they're reviewing, and there are many, many times 
that they will ad-lib, legitimately ad-lib what they're saying. That instead of saying certain things the way they were planning to, they'll go in a different direction. I mean, heck, people talk about Tabitha St. Germain. When Tabitha St. Germain voiced Rarity, who Tabitha St. Germain said was one of the best characters and favorite characters to voice in My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. You know what they talked about when it came to Tabitha? When they reviewed, what was it, episode 200? You know what they said? They said Tabitha liked to ablib. She was always known to ablib, and sometimes those ablibs would be kept in the episode. She would go off script, and whatever she would say in the voice of Rarity, or whatever character she was doing, would remain in the episode. And you know why? Because to me, in my honest opinion, it felt more natural to Tabitha if the character was like her and said this. That's why she would do that. That's why a lot of people that, you know, do voice acting or acting, period, you know, go off script or ad-lib or add something in they're not supposed to, but it gets kept in because, hey, you know, that's actually, that actually works. Because it feels more natural for them, in their minds, for the character to do that if they were, if the character was them. And that's why a lot of people like myself, you know, go unscripted with our videos. We go unfiltered. Because it's more natural for us. It's more natural for us. And again, going back to Angry Joe, Joe Vargas, and then Cara, Lewis Lovehawk. When they do their reviews, there are numerous times that they will go off script. Numerous times they will ad lib, you know, what the what you know something different than what they were supposed to say because it feels more natural, feels more real and relatable. I mean, when when Lankara did Holy Terror, when he did that three part review for Holy Terror, the ending was legit. That wasn't scripted, in my opinion, was not scripted, and there were parts in there as well that I don't think was scripted. And that's because that's how Lewis Lovehog, the person behind Lankara, felt about Holy Terror. That's how he felt. That's how he truly felt. Nothing more. So when it comes down to me, in the past 15 years of doing videos the way I've been doing them, the reason, once and for all, to answer that question as to why I don't always use a script or bullet points, which I do on occasions, but the reason I don't, and I'm more unfiltered, uncut, and on the fly unscripted is because I want things to feel more real. I want them to feel more natural, you know, when I say them. Because, again, when any of us talk about things, yeah, we get on stage, we're going to fumble our words. There's no doubt. So I want it to feel more like going on stage, trying to, you know, talk about something topical-wise, fumbling all my words, and then correcting myself. Because it's more real, it's more relatable. So, that's why... At the end of the day, every time you watch a video or you listen to an audio video or podcast, it's not me going off a script or a bullet point. Majority of the time, it's me being unfiltered, uncut, unscripted, and on the fly. That's how I am. That's how I'm always going to be. And if I do choose to go the other way sometimes, it's only because maybe there's so much I want to talk about, I have to put it down in words, type-wise, and then read it off for all of you to hear out of my own voice you know, thoughts, all the thoughts that I put down, you know, on keyboard to eventual paper, like on th things like Microsoft Word or something. But at the end of the day, guys, that's just how I am. And that's how I'm always going to be with this channel. So anyway, I just want to bring that up on this second video, celebrating 15 years on here on YouTube. 
hopefully with no issues in between uh, now and June 4th. Let me know what your thoughts are, guys. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for supporting this channel over the past 15 years. Really appreciate it. Let me know what your thoughts are in the live chat as well as uh, in the live chat here and in the comments down below. Also, support me over at Venmo at Brian-Walmer-2, Cash App at BWS98. Be greatly appreciated now, guys, especially with my hours kind of not being the way they are at work currently. Also, check me out at Patreon.com at BWRoses. Support me at the $1, $3 tier. Also support, me, also, support me at my Teespring store for merchandise you can't get anywhere else. Also, guys, check me out, out at Vimo for content you can't get here on YouTube. There might be something new going up real soon that I've talked about earlier. Also, support me over at DeviantArt.com, says BVW1979. And until next time, guys, again, thank you all for support. There will be another video probably later this month or next month as we continue the countdown to celebrating 15 years here on this channel known as BW Roses.